think back to your high school graduation. You're wearing your cap and gown, and all around you, your friends and family are buzzing with excitement. Your name is called, and you walk up to accept your diploma. You shake the principal's hand, wave to the crowd, and head back to your seat. It's over in what feels like the blink of an eye. But after the buzz dies down, a big question hits you. What does the future hold? Maybe you're planning on college, maybe a job. If you're lucky, maybe you've saved up and you have enough for a year traveling across Europe. But for Brian Scudamore, the next step was very off the beaten path. I noticed a beat up old pickup truck with plywood side panels on the box. And I looked at that truck and I went, ah, that's an idea. What if I went out and bought a truck and started hauling junk? That might be a great way to pay for university. So I bought a truck a week later. I formed a company called The Rubbish Boys, which was just me, but a vision for something bigger, and um, started hauling junk. Brian is the entrepreneur behind 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Brian saw opportunity where others saw drudgery. From that unglamorous beginning, he's built an empire by always seeing the opportunity in every circumstance even in the midst of his own mistakes. So many exciting things are happening in the world of small business, but often what gets talked about are highlights. The overnight success stories, the billion-dollar IPOs, the massive exits. And just like your Instagram feed, it's not the whole story. Let's look deeper than the headlines and press photos into the real work of building something valuable and lasting. I love crazy success stories, don't get me wrong, but we all know what's more important than the destination is how you get there, the struggles you have to overcome, the insights you learn along the way. So that's what we're doing. It's raw, it's honest, and maybe it's exactly what you need to hear. I'm Austin Craig, and this is The Journey. We hear pretty often about how software is eating the world and how every part of our lives is being digitized. But that doesn't mean there aren't still huge opportunities in startups that seem old-fashioned. At the end of the day, people need things, tangible things, and physical services. And when Brian Scudamore started his junk hauling business, he already had plenty of experience with a regular, old, gritty, grimy business. I worked in my grandparents' army surplus store in San Francisco. They worked in this, they owned a little store in a dodgy end of of the city, uh, right south of Market Street. And I remember working there and just learning so much about people and customer experience and just the game of building a business and ringing that old cash register. And I thought it was so much fun that I, I, I really felt I was destined to also run my own business. And it was I think at an, at an early age, while some people, you know, dream of being, uh, you know, Superman or Wonder Woman or a fireman or whatever they might be, you know, I really dreamt of running a business. So at the end of high school, when all of his friends were moving off to college, Brian was focused on one thing, hauling junk and getting paid for it. After buying his pickup truck, he began cruising around town looking for junk removal opportunities. And in a few short years, Brian turned his one-truck operation into a very profitable venture. Every day brought new wins, a new customer on the books, a new truck in the garage, a new employee in the office. It was every entrepreneur's dream. 
But it became apparent to Brian that he had a culture problem. Five years into the business, I had a team of 11 employees. And there's that old expression, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. I think I had nine bad apples. And then I said, you know, what do I do here? Do I just get rid of the nine? I decided that the, the culture was poisoned and that I, I didn't want to risk having two people left who might have been tainted by the, the others. So I fired all 11 and I made a bold decision. And I, I sat everybody down together in one meeting and I started with two words. I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've let you down, that I failed you by not maybe finding the right people or treating you right. I didn't give them the love and the support they needed to be successful. So I wiped the slate clean, which is easier said than done because for me, the darkness came from, I've got five trucks, half a million in revenue. Now it's just me. Just like that, Brian's business ground to a halt. There's no junk hauling without junk haulers. And now he had to find new people, the right people, fast. But he treated the setback as an opportunity, a chance to rebuild his workforce from scratch. And this time, he'd get it right. Before hiring anyone new, Brian developed two surprisingly simple tests, the beer and barbecue tests. When you get out there and you interview an employee, what we teach everybody here at all levels who might be interviewing is, is ask yourself the question, would you have a beer with that person? Do you like them? Are they, are they interesting and interested? Do they have a shared passion for building something? Do they really just fit with the type of values we have and the, the vision we have for building something bigger and better together? That's step one. And the second step is then ask yourself, how would they fit at a company barbecue? Could you see this person showing up to a company barbecue and fitting? Could you see them having fun? Are they a little quirky like us? Do they just somehow fit? And by asking those two questions of yourself, that I think simplifies the, the formula for how to find great people. Every single person we interview, we wanna know that they really pass the beer and barbecue test and that they're people that uh, we hire on attitude and, and train on skill. After rebuilding his team, Brian's business started growing again, and with a focus on employees he could be proud of, who were energetic and ready to grow the business, it was like someone had lit a rocket under his seat. In just three years, Brian's business doubled revenues and blasted past the $1 million profit threshold. As he continued to land new customers, Brian was forced to think about long-term expansion, and he found inspiration from an unexpected direction, franchising. Instead of expanding his own business into neighboring cities, why not sell the franchise rights, teach would-be entrepreneurs the best lessons he'd learned, and take a small cut of the profits? The test franchises were a roaring success. Brian helped his new business partners grow their businesses, spreading the 1-800-GOT-JUNK brand across the west coast of the U.S. and Canada. But it wasn't all smooth sailing. The journey is sponsored by our friends at Salesforce Essentials. We use Salesforce Essentials every day, and it's part of our own business journey. Essentials combines sales and service tools in a single app to help small businesses win customers and keep them happy. See how Salesforce Essentials can help you be your best business at salesforce.com slash the journey.
You don't hear in Brian's story any hint of fear or defeat or pessimism. Even when he made mistakes, he'd pick up and keep going. And he gave his franchisees that same counsel and courage right from the start. I just love watching how quickly some of these people can grow. So if I think of Paul Guy, our first franchise partner, he just celebrated his 20th anniversary. I remember that he worked for my Vancouver franchise. He was based in Vancouver and had a girlfriend in Toronto. He kept going back and forth every couple of weeks. And I suggested the idea to him, why don't you run the first franchise in Toronto? So he drove a truck across the country and he calls me and he says, Brian, I've got my truck. I'm in Toronto. I'm ready to start the business. But I realized that the city will take just about everything. They'll haul away the junk for free. What did I do? I wasted all this money on a truck. And I calmed him down and I said, listen, you, you don't know that this business isn't going to work there. You've got a truck. Give it a couple of months. Give it 30 days. Let's just try and see what happens. He became uh, a million dollar revenue generating franchise owner in his first full calendar year. Sometimes there's these moments where franchise partners think of giving up. They think of throwing in the towel uh, because things just don't look good, the decision they've made. But the reality is, imagine if he did give up and didn't start that business, our entire franchise organization would be different. That optimism and positivity is a common theme throughout Brian's story. Where others would see obstacles and challenges, he sees opportunity. We've all heard the, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So I'm definitely putting myself in the, in the right rooms. I'll often go to different marketing events or trade shows, and I will just try and learn from others who are experts. And so by being the least smart person, if you will, in a room, that's how I learn. And that's where the joy comes from, is just learning how to be better and how to make our people here better at everything they do. For many, if they'd told parents or mentors their career plan was to buy a used pickup truck right out of high school, start hauling junk, and see where it takes them, well, they probably wouldn't be surprised to hear others doubting them. That's not exactly a promising plan. But Brian's unlikely decision has succeeded beyond anyone's expectations, even his own. That success is very much from how Brian does business, with an optimistic eye that sees opportunity everywhere. Driven by his fearless curiosity and enthusiasm, 1-800-GOT-JUNK has grown from a single pickup into a multinational business. I have built a company that started with one truck back in 1989, and 30 years later, we're a $370 million business in Canada, the United States, and Australia. And while we're in the junk removal business, we're really in the franchise space, helping to empower entrepreneurs. What does Brian say if you ask him what he does for a living? After 30 years of running a business, you might expect him to say he's the founder and CEO of 1-800-GOT-JUNK, or that he runs a company that offers various services, like moving, painting, and junk removal. But those are not his answer. When you ask Brian what he does for a living, he says he inspires entrepreneurship. 1-800-GOT-JUNK has more than 250 franchised businesses, and all 250 owners owe their success to Brian's branding, marketing, and overall guidance. Former Secretary of State and four-star general Colin Powell said that optimism is a force multiplier. It's also one of Brian's standout qualities. And coupled with franchising his business, he's working with multiple force multipliers. Regardless of where you're starting, no matter what other people think of your plan and prospects, 
know that your own enthusiasm and optimism can dramatically improve your odds of success. By seeing opportunity in hard work, by finding the silver lining in any problem, you'll discover compounding wins where others aren't even looking. Thank you again to our friends at Salesforce Essentials for sponsoring the journey. Our team at The Mission uses Salesforce Essentials every day. Salesforce makes the leading CRM, and they created Salesforce Essentials especially for small businesses. It combines sales and service tools in a single app to help you win customers and build your business. It's affordable, it's made for small businesses just like yours, and it includes in-app tutorials so you never get lost. Try it for free today. Visit salesforce.com slash the journey to start your free trial or click the link in our show notes. We love Salesforce Essentials and you will too.